Hello, and welcome to the Furman Woods Contemporary Art Podcast. I'm your host and assistant director at Furman Woods, Jessica Harby. Today, musician and artist Rebecca Lee returns with a new sound work and discussion in this, the last episode of our 2021 season. This is the second work Rebecca has made in response to and collaboration with the students from the CE Academy as part of our Alternative Provision Program. The CE Academy provides alternative education for young people who are permanently excluded from school, dual registered, and for school-age mothers. They respond to the educational needs of pupils who would otherwise be attending mainstream or special schools. Last year, for episode 5 of this podcast, Rebecca's You Can Hear the Wind presented student recordings in as pure a form as possible, while still resulting in a cohesive listening experience. For this new work, Dream Job, she has approached the recordings of her most recent Zoom lockdown workshops the same way she approaches the music she makes under the name Bread Bedal. You've already heard a bit of bread battle music, and we'll hear more during our discussion later in the episode, as well as an invitation for you to take part yourself. But first, we'll listen to Dream Job, a journey through a workshop of distanced sound making using vibrating hex toys. As Rebecca says, the piece is, I think, best on headphones, and I think of it as something to just get lost in. I hope it'll feel like overhearing a Zoom call in the other room, something to be listened to in a slightly distracted way, the way we're all feeling after the past year of too many screens and too little contact. Uh, right, here we go. Download these. Uh, right, here we go. So these are all the sounds these. we've been recording this morning. And then I will load okay. them up. Everyone's still there? Yep. All around and about. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. Simple, we're just gonna make lots of noise. This jar is quite nice. 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 Leave it going. Put two in. This jar is quite nice. This jar is quite nice. This jar is quite nice. As well as like random sounds, I can kind of use them against the side of this. This jar is quite nice. This jar is quite nice. Coffee. The tin is quite nice. Clouds are here. 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 The tin is quite nice. Clouds are here. You get the idea that that's a very quick demonstration that um, we can, or you can use them in glass, that's quite nice as well. In glass, that's quite nice as well. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Make sound. Screenshots that I just started drinking really early in the morning on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile phone in a no hands pool. Let's try and right. Mine can That's swim. <laughs> yeah, it can swim. What's it swimming in? Uh, do you know a basin? A basin. Watery sound. Oh, what goes in your sink? Do you know a basin? Yeah, I think I got it. Oh, what goes in your sink? Do you know a basin? Mm -hmm. Oh, what goes in your sink did not a basin. Mm -hmm. Oh, what goes in your sink did not a basin. Mm -hmm. Oh, what goes in your sink did not a basin. Mm -hmm. Oh, what goes in your sink in the kitchen? 
Okay. Oh, Stuart, you ready for this one? This one's for you, Boxman. Okay. Oh, Stuart, you ready for this one? This one's for you, Boxman. Okay. Oh, Stuart, you ready for this one? This one's for you, Boxman. Okay. Oh. Um, so what was your sound? It was, okay. it was really good. Uh, okay. It was just someone that. Okay. Oh, was it? You wanted okay. to just do it. Like Hold okay. it in your hand, you put it in a container okay. where it can't escape. Okay. Yeah, say again. Put it on someone's leg okay. and see. And we could, so what that? we're going to do is we're going to make okay. a sound with it and record, and I'll that? record that sound and then okay. we'll fix it a bit later. You hear that? In, the, in some loops and the oh, DJ. Keep no. quiet. Just about. No. We were late, like a garden, yeah. A garden, yeah. And it was full of hedges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were late, like a garden, yeah. A garden, yeah. And it was full of hedges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We took all of them out, put like. We were late, like a garden, yeah. A garden, yeah. And it was full of hedges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We took all of them out, put like. We were late, like a garden, yeah. A garden, yeah. And it was full of hedges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We took all of them out, put. <laughs> Ah, 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 ah,
what I'm doing. Oh, can't spell it. And then we'll we'll mix it in with your sounds. The top one. Tells you at the bottom the um, what it's decided the uh, BPM is. So you can see it's like 86, 129, 108, 94. Um, and in a bit, what we can do is um, once you've got them going, we can actually synchronize them so it will change the tempo um, so that you um, it will whatever kind of Try and get up. Feature or whatever it's using. Try and get up. 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 Try and get
try and get a basey thing. Oh, nice one. Two on it, that deck. Uh, sort of the top left of the... Is that coming through? Yes, sir. Yeah. No. Click on deck. Oh, okay. He's called... No. Is that coming through? Okay. Is that coming through? Yeah. Is that coming through? Is that coming through? Okay. Click. To select sound. Tired. Tired. Okay. First, yeah. Tired. Everyone's tired, aren't they? I understand that. Is that coming through? I love it when it gins. Is that coming through? I love it when it gins. Is that coming through? I love it when it gins. speed when it comes in and out. Gins. Is that coming through? I love it when it gins. speed when it comes in and out. Gins. I love it when it gins. speed when it comes in and out. Gins. I love it when it gins. speed when it comes in and out. Gins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in and out. Yins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in and out. Yins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in and out. Yins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in and out. Yins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in and out. Yins. I love it when it changes speed when it comes in Yins. Hey, what is going on, guys? And this quick video, I'm going to show you how to get. Hey, what is going on, guys? And this quick video, I'm going to show you how to get. Hey, what is going on, guys? And this quick video, I'm going to show you how to get. Yeah, yeah, it was loud before. Can you try it again? Hey, what is going on, guys? And this quick What was your dream job when you were a child? Oh, and it's um, looking for Yeah, I wanted to be an inventor. An inventor. An inventor. Turns out there's no such thing as an inventor, but um, there is. Yeah, but they're trainees, mate. They're all trainees. Right. Well, I, well, I think I think the thing I do now is pretty damn close to it. I don't think you can hear that. It's a purge master. I don't think you can hear that. It's a purge master. I don't think you can hear that. It's a purge master. I don't think you can hear that. It's a purge master. I don't think you can hear that. I wonder if I get more than one. It's a purge master. We're having jammies. But it's really nice because I just took a picture of it. It's in the dog's walk. We're having jammies. Oh, nice. His picture. It's in the dog's walk. We're having jammies. You can see the sound vibration. It's Friday. Come on, we're having jammies. You can see the sound vibration. It's Friday. Come on, we're having jammies. You can see the sound vibration. It's Friday. Come on, we're having jammies. It's Friday. Come on, we have a jam in this. It's Friday. Come on, we have a jam in this. It's Friday. Come on, we have a jam in this. It's Friday. Come on, we have a jam in this. It's Friday. Come on, we have a jam in this. It's Friday. Come on,
Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. Let's try it. Come on, we have a jam in this. I think I got it. I get you. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I think I got it. I get yeah, but I, I, I get you. I think I got it. Yeah, but I think I got it. Yeah, but I get you. Yeah, but I get you. Yeah, but I get you. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, but I get you. Yeah, but I get you. Yeah, Reading,
Oh, Does anyone have an idea how I can stay awake? Oh, Does anyone have an idea how I can stay awake? Yeah, I got it. We could make loads of noise at you. No, it's yeah, my method is to drink. Does anyone have an idea how I can stay awake? Yeah, my method is to drink lots of coffee, but I don't think it's coffee really great. Don't idea. work. Does it not? Don't work. Does it not? Don't work. Coffee. Don't work. Coffee. Don't work. Coffee. Don't work. Let me just record, hang on a minute, let me just record Jenny Sam's. Two seconds. Two seconds. With a string. And how did you find it with that string?
you ever have a snowball fight with a child? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you are a child. <laughs> yeah. You'd get in that cheeky monkey to say. Well, it was, uh, was it a month or two ago. It was sort of snowy around here. Um, yeah, the canal froze back. over. There's, uh, yeah, we had great fun. Um, there's there's these puddles with like inch thick ice. Getting <laughs> bits of ice and throwing it at trees. <laughs> I put my adult romper suit on and went and made snow angels and built a pipe there. I looked like such a... I made a snow angel in shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, oh you're brave. You're like the Wim Hof, is it? The cold guy that does all this. Yes. <laughs> it is Wim Hof, you're right, yeah. Um... What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? I, I walked across the frozen canal a long time ago. Um, Thinking, I wonder if this would work. That's probably not a good idea. Did it work, though? Fortunately, yes.
ready here this banger, guys? Are you ready to hear this banger though? Are you ready to hear What's really interesting is that I began my um, making, like just making a decision to be a maker or like have a practice be like a part of what I spent my time doing at Fermin Woods. That was Yasmin, that was 2010. That was Yasmin making that invitation. I'd never done a residency. And um, and then what's also interesting is that I started doing bread bedle at a Fermin Woods residency. And that was the t- the thing that b- was interesting with bread bedle was I was like, I just want to do something for me. Like, I don't want to... And I, I didn't have to... I wasn't there to sort of make anything in particular. I wasn't on a deadline or I didn't have a public to think about. You know, it wasn't a kind of national trust property when you've got like lots of layers of expectation and, and, and sort of teaching to do as you're making the work. I was just like... So and, and then bread bedle's been really interesting because everyone's just like got it and I've been like quite flawed by like doing a thing that's just like makes sense in my head and then putting it out. Anyway, so it's so yeah. Um. When I was listening to your bread bedle work for the first time, I didn't know anything about the background of it. I actually didn't know that the first bread bedle was part of Furman Woods because that was pre my time at Furman Woods. I didn't know that that was part of a residency. And I really astonished myself because when I was listening to it, I suddenly thought this work has such a great sense of empathy in it. 
And I had no idea what that meant. I don't know if you have this when sometimes you, especially when interacting with artwork, you have this thought and you you question yourself, like, what does that mean? Um, so it's completely dumbfounded by empathy is such a strange word to use when you're listening to a piece of music or a piece of sound work. And then I read that your bread metal work is made up of samples from your personal record collection. And so I think what I was hearing in it was just how tenderly and thoughtfully you were working with the source material, the the original material. And it connects so strongly to how I feel you approached the two commissions that we've had for the podcast. So just wanted to ask you to talk about your process of making a bread battle work and by extension making this latest work mm -hmm. for a podcast. Um, so... Uh, the residency at Furman Woods, it was just, I asked if I could come and spend some time there. I think it was January 2017 or 18. And um, I'd had this sense for a while. So like I play and interact with and make lots, like a really broad variety of music. And um, I kind of stubbornly continue to do that, even though it's probably easier for me to narrow down. But that includes early music. So I play the Velva da Gamba, which is a Renaissance instrument. Um, but I also do a lot of improvised sort of noisy stuff. Um, and yeah, so um, I'd had this sense for a while that they were like connections, like moments of connection. And a lot of those moments were, some of them were sonic. So like a William Byrd chord arrangement or something. And then Arvo Pear, let's say. And so there's like way you know sort of mechanical ways of building music and sounds i'm like oh those string sounds like really similar and um, so one of the pieces at the first album that does kind of meld those two worlds but there also is this um yeah like sense of narrative in different kinds of music um and um yeah like tenderness is maybe a really nice way a really good word but like a moment that sort of is like maybe pivotal in a piece or it's kind of shifting somewhere or it's taking you somewhere and um or um or it's a moment of pause or something so I guess I've sort of I kind of essentially I like narrow in on like either a little musical thing that I like or like just this moment so a really good example is um and this is this is a lot these are often moments that have meaning for me so like for, <laughs> there's a, pra a track that I use in one of the pieces a piece a piece called to and fro which was a live set I did at an event called to and fro at primary um and there's the beginning of a piece of music called dolphins by sung by uh, uh, Beth Orton with Terry Callier who's a really amazing kind of soulful um singer-songwriter American um and the beginning of this piece is just absolutely like amazing like it just sort of like there's like a watery like falls like the music begins and the way the instruments sort of interact and I just really love it and, and it, it's also like I love listening to that track and it's from a certain time in my life um I remember talking to a friend like oh god that beginning's just so good like it's just oh this and that um so it's like so I've chosen that not just because it sounds great and it's kind of this beautiful kind of like controlled use of instruments but like because it like has a narrative connection um to like my life as well so that's why I suppose there's sort of like maybe they're like quite odd moments but um I'm often picking them for that reason and, and, and someone else has kind of commented on the sort of narrative feel um to a lot of the a lot of the longer form pieces and mm. that there's sort of there's a sort of 
a place that you're going or things that are happening um and um that's certainly i have that in mind like we're in a place we're in a situation and like what needs to shift now like what's falling away or where do we go next um and so um i guess in terms of the pieces the first piece 2019 no it's 2020 that i made last year um using the ce um workshop recordings from 2019 um I was passing on that kind of the joy of creating those like loopy worlds when we were doing the workshops and you had such a light touch with those (laughs) recordings you you wanted you wanted to make it clear to me and then you also wanted to make it clear to our audience that you did as little as possible to put those recordings into a kind of cohesive Mm. place um because you wanted to almost preserve the integrity of the recordings that the kids made. It, it, it was amazing the kind of respect that you showed the work that those kids did. Um, but but this this work seems to have been different for you. Yeah, so this one, um, so last time it was like, yeah, this idea of preserving like what happened. And, and we talked we talk prior to me making that about like just trying to convey the energy of those workshops so like what is happening in those workshops and um what it's like to either give them or be part of them or be you know involved in them and and because they were outside you know and because the sort of variety of recordings we made and how the kids kind of really responded some of them especially you know I wanted to kind of just really kind of create a picture of that or a feeling of that and then this last time um like zoom workshops are really hard to do and I could have gone in to this zoom workshop and gone like hey guys we're going to make a piece and it's going to be on a podcast because I knew before doing it that um that was likely to happen again Um, but I'd not met them before and um I was meeting them on zoom for the first time and I really wanted them to like be able to just get involved in the sound making and and have that you know, that wasn't, we weren't going to do sort of a couple of weeks together like we did in 2019. It was just that one-off workshop. And I just felt like, um, you know, I talked with Jenny and Stuart about it and we agreed that we would just sort of just see what happened, basically. Mm-hmm. And and what happened was, because we were on a Zoom workshop, I think, and because the young people who were involved had worked with Jenny and Stuart quite a lot by that point they were used to doing online stuff they wanted to tell me all about the different stuff they'd made online one of them was wearing a mask that they'd made in a previous workshop for instance and wouldn't and wouldn't turn the the video on without the mask so the mask became a really nice way of like being able to sort of be there um but I think because of the sort of enclosed space and they're at home and because of zoom and lockdowns and stuff you know these other conversations like happen like you know it'd be like so you know what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done for instance or um what was a job you wanted to do when you were growing up or um the kind of conversation about the snow angels you know like all this stuff kind of came out and um uh it felt like so I wanted to approach it as kind of like respectful to the you know the contributions that everybody made but for me, it felt like a whole thing, like the whole thing felt like an experience. Like you click on the mm. Zoom call and you just don't know who's going to come in and what's going to happen and how the, what the vibe's going to be in two hours time. And, um, you know, that includes including myself in it, which is like, which is, you know, like, oh, God, why did you say that in that way? Oh, my God. Like, and, and constantly I describe things as nice. Oh, the, the tin is nice. The jug is nice. 
Jack Glass is nice, which became quite loopy as well, you know, like, and kind of repeat, and that sort of, the energy you're trying to put into, like, keeping everybody engaged, and, and that's kind of, like, important to, like, look at and be honest about as well. We often try and write ourselves out of our workshops, you know, that we were even there at all. And um, so, um, yeah, so I felt like it was a, it was a group effort to kind of just make the workshops even happen and at mm. all, you know. Um, so that's why I thought I'd pull back and it's, you know, that the whole thing then became the material to work with. Um, so I gave myself permission to work with the conversations outside of the activity of making the loops i've got a hex bug just here actually i can't stop fiddling with them it's really annoying but um <laughs> and, and vibrating them that's weird um of the bread metal approach in that I've decided that this is all the material I can use pulling the lens back even more so than previously than the previous piece but then what I did was I took the two recordings so um, from the two different dates and put them in the DJ software that I use this cheap DJ software I use for doing bread metal stuff and um, which is how I kind of search for little loops and I, I use that and I use a CD player and a turntable when I do a bread battle um, to like create loops in three different ways which is always fun <laughs> to keep it you know variety um, but um, so I basically in order in order to review the recordings from the workshops I put them in the DJ software and I work with them as material so so sometimes you just hear it playing through with another loop going and so what you you get is the workshop and me making new loops new material new sort of improvisations from the actual recording but you also hear the loops that we were making as well for me again back to the kind of idea of narrative and like maybe empathy although um those conversations weren't part of the work we were doing in the workshop you know the activity um they were part of the sort of exchange and the sort of space that we were in together and and the way we were sort of trying to connect I suppose across across the zoom um so it felt kind of part of the it felt an important part of the I felt if, if they weren't there it would have you'd only get a very limited kind of sense of actually what was going on and that's often the case with workshops is that you know the work that gets made of it shows a, a very small amount of what's happening so 
I was reading about your work making it up this moment of June for it was instructional score that you wrote and it was performed by trained and untrained musicians and as someone who played music when I was younger you know it's that there is a value in the finished you know the 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 perfect piece that's played perfectly by the perfect people as a final output um but that does remove the experience of making and Mm -hmm. I think that the through line that I get with so much of what you do is that you you are about the whole experience when we were emailing you said to me and I'm quoting you here and I know it's uncomfortable and a bit creepy (laughs) you said I normally listen through very carefully and slice out the moments and make them neater, etc. But this is a headlong dive into the two Zoom calls and the sounds we recorded in them. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but our current two-year artistic program in Steps of Sundew is uh, is based on the kind of local Corby mining history. When I was thinking about our program in relation to what you've you've said here and how you've put this together. Mining can be quite a destructive process. And I think that is what a lot of people think of sampling as. But I don't believe that that's what you're doing here. You're not, you're not extracting, you're not pulling apart, you're presenting a wholeness that's been massaged (laughs) and I I say that because I was thinking about um I don't know if you are very familiar with Marsha McLuhan the medium is the message it's the 60s kind of pop psychology um he he basically said that the the content that you receive can't just be taken on its own you have to take it within the context of how it's being delivered. So basically, this is, I'm, I'm sure, instigated by the popularity of television. So understanding that you can't just watch a television program at that point and evaluate it just as the program. You have to evaluate the fact that it's coming to you, you know, through a television that's owned by corporations with all these ads inserted around it and mm-hmm. into it. And, and I don't know that that's as um, pertinent these days since gosh we've (laughs) we're saturated but um when when it was when he wrote a book it was meant to be called the medium is the message and there was a typo and it came out the media is the massage (laughs) so I but that also is is so much of what you do I mean you've presented the whole here and you've obviously altered it but Mm -hmm. not in this um I'm like I'm, I'm I'm putting a lot of kind of therapy words on your work and I'm sorry Sorry. not in this like egotistical ripping it apart standing Mm -hmm. on top of it I've conquered this sound Mm -hmm. kind of way um again it's very it's very respectful it's very sensitive Mm. I think thinking about the bread battle stuff in relation to that um I've often thought so there are two reasons why I'm thinking about why I like looping so there are two reasons I think um, one of which is like, I love that. I just want to hear it endlessly, like the beginning of the Dolphins piece. Um, sometimes it's kind of like, 
an unnoticed thing. So sometimes people, some some of the things people say in in the piece, um, one of the reasons I've looped them is because there's quite a, there's a rhythm to what they're saying. They wouldn't have thought of that at the time, but speech is rhythmic, and um, it's kind of really interesting to pull that out sometimes. Or it's there's a yeah. So unnoticed bits become noticed, I guess. Um, and there are times when um, I have I have looped stuff because I want to break it down or because I would like. So I'm often looping like um, folky stuff or John Cage because specifically because I'm like, I don't think there should be material that's off limits. Like, oh, my God, it's John Cage. You shouldn't be like, <laughs> you shouldn't be like, you know, like um, I'm just like, oh, no, no, take it apart. Um, I want to use it how I want to use it. Um, so that, I mean, that's not kind of standing on top of it thing, but it is a kind of like I'm I'm very keen on things not being kind of like. On there being an, like equality between the material, if you like. And so that's why with this, um, some of the um, loops are there because if you, you know, you blink and you miss it, you know, those moments, the fact that I, I hadn't realised until I started making it, how, well, I suppose I had because I was in the workshops, but how often we were, like, how often people were tired, like, we were, and people were, like, really open about it. <laughs> and it became, like, this really interesting yeah. thing. And... Um, uh, and then like and we were tired as well and, and I almost didn't keep in the bit where I say where I sort of you know you, you obviously the young person saying yeah, I'm tired and you're kind of like we'd like them to stay in the workshop still and and it, I almost took out the bit where I said yeah I know we were, we were all tired and I understand because I kind of felt like oh is that too much of like me trying to like I don't know yeah was that but then I just kept it in because I thought it would be disingenuous to take it out because <laughs> oh, I was I'm so glad that you kept that in because <laughs> I, I know I wasn't a student in that workshop but when I heard you say that I thought oh I know we are all tired thank you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
really glad that you flagged this article up for me Mm. that David Bell wrote about you in British Music Collection. So you've obviously talked to him about, you know, what you've just talked about here about the actual mechanics of how you loop and how you put things together and how um you know it it references the cheap djing app here and the using a cd player and the the turntables to to when you're recording and looping um and he said it's a technique honed for its effectiveness rather than resulting from a fetishization of technology, but the possibilities and limitations of the technology clearly shape the work. And I know that in the past you and I have talked about you working in the realm of kind of digital music and, you know, looping music and what that means to you. And I'm when I read this quote from David Bell, I said, yeah, that's it. It's not that you're not a gearhead. The The point of it, you know, the point of it is not the tech for you, but you are honest about the tech that is used. And I don't know how you do this, but in, in, I, you include so much tech and it ends up being more human rather than less. Yeah, I think... I've been thinking about this a bit more recently, partly because I, and I fall into the trap, as we've talked about before, the trap of thinking like, oh my God, I should be better at this. I should be better at mixing and mastering. Um, I wasn't going to bring it up, but those are the talks that we've had where you kind of, you're down on yourself for not knowing enough about the tech or the, you know, I guess that you're around people who are talking synthesizers all the time or they're building their own looping equipment or, Yeah, 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 yeah. It connects back to what you said about the medium is the message or the massage um, in that um, it's important to like not forget how it how it arrived at, you know, how it got to you. And I don't mean that it's in a sort of a crafty sort of sense. I don't know why I'm using the word crafty, but in a sort of, you know, um, you know, like being really obvious about it, but like just kind of um, working with what those things can provide maybe thinking about it in a productive way like what does this give me so working with the cd player to do bread battle for instance it's just a cd player it's not a cd dj thingy what do you do the djing with the cds can't remember what it's called um it's a cd <laughs> player it's like it's like it's a crap cd player it makes a really horrible <laughs> whirring whirring sound when i switch it on but um so all i can do is loop the first bit of the track I, so the track starts to play all i can do is press the back button so that limits me to the first little bit of of the start of the beginning of a of a, a sparkle horse track, which appears in one of the pieces, which was like a big part of my early teens. Um, so like, but that's really so that's like, well, how is that productive? That's quite productive. And sometimes you get the sort of slight whir of the CD player, and then the turntable loops. Um, that's kind of just done with balancing the needle, and it's quite hit and miss and terrifying to do live. But what you can do because it doesn't always work. Then what I use is just I just push it along to the next. I just sort of prod it and get it into the next groove. So you don't quite know what you're going to get. And again, it's like all of this technology. Like yes, it kind of functions. It's useful, but it's also like it's also like prone to breaking. And so like how can like how is it useful to work with those things? Um, and there are people working, you know, round the edges of like 
the tech world who who are who look into that but quite often it's like i'm going to break this thing or hack it to like get to like another sort of level of something and um maybe it's like about more about kind of controlling it and and it's um, maybe i just have slightly less control but that's that's kind of useful maybe um yeah and i think it's um I don't know it's sort of um yeah back to this honesty thing like we've none of us got it like worked out and it's just this sort of um yeah I think um working with sounds really hard sometimes and it's because um you either have to kind of choose between perfection or like a punky kind of sort Mm. of embracing of um kind of noise or like and it's like just slightly imperfect is is okay. I, I don't know. I work with young people a lot with sound, and you know have made peace probably quite a long time ago, with you know the sound of hand the handling of the the equipment and all that kind of thing. And um, yeah, so it's um, there's the narrative in that as well. You know that's the sort of that that that's the sound of a hand holding this you know doing the activity or whatever. So mm. that's important too. I'm just going to check that my cat isn't now scratching at the door. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I hadn't closed it in the first place. maybe there is a sort of I don't really I haven't thought about it before this, this idea of a wholeness but yeah or honesty or an empathy um it, it I guess it comes back and I think that's something David sort of pulls out I mean he phrases it into in the kind of in the idea he phrases it or talks about it in the context of labor so like not not you know when we sort of make things slick yes he referred to the emotional labor i believe of musicians is what he said when he was talking about that yes yeah 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 um so the emotional labor in in the recording studio so again with all of these pieces it's like um making maybe making that work maybe making labor in general kind of visible um there's another piece i made where he kind of talked a bit more about how we made the labor of making the work visible on stage and um, so yeah, the sort of labour of, uh, of you know, just as a group attempting to make a thing, um, kind of not you know that becomes part of the piece. And and I don't and and that's not included because solely because I'm like I think 
you know, I need to make visible the labour of what I do and the people I work with, but it's because there's a value, like we're, you know, in that situation, there's a value in that work that we're kind of agreeing to do together or deciding to do together. And that's sort of, there's value in that rather than kind of trying to, rather than trying to invisibilize, if that's the word, mm. the labour or the, the difficulties or the clunky bits. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's also obvious that that, I feel like that really it, it fuels you. I think that that part of working and making and collaborating in one way or another with people, this, you know, this mm. socially engaged, I'm not even going to say socially engaged part of your practice. I think your practice is just socially engaged. Mm. I think you are socially engaged. Mm. But that leads me to <laughs> how delighted I was when you had the idea to make this podcast socially engaged mm. by making by inviting our audience to participate kind of in is it maybe you should describe it because I'm thinking of it as you kind of presenting for our audience what you would have presented to the kids on like a follow-up workshop if you had one yeah yeah is that correct yeah yeah kind of um, we didn't have a lot of time to actually work with the loops we made in the workshop partly because of the zoom situation um so what we so what we have from the workshop is kind of what was resulted if you like apart from the recordings of the actual workshop are 38 i think recordings are that we made using these little vibrating hex bugs they're kids toys or cat toys whatever you want to use them for they're little they look like a little robotic bug and they have a little motor in them and they vibrate so you can put them in things you can put them on things you can press them against stuff and you could just let them run around the floor um and um yeah they're a really good way of um, activating stuff and quite a lot of musicians use um use them in their work and i can i can give you some links to kind of those videos that I shared with the group to sort of yeah but so what we have are these 38 recordings we made using jars boxes laptops tables people had I found a guitar in the loft that I brought down to use Jenny had a little kalimba thumb piano thing um, there's glasses there are bells there are keys um, all these different things are kind of rattling away or vibrating or resonating there's also sometimes the sounds of us going, yeah, that's great. Or, <laughs> or why are you doing that um, halfway through? So you can have all of that. Um, they're available. They'll be available as a kind of big folder to download. And what I'm going to do is just signpost people to um, software that they can use, online free software they can use to try looping music. So trying out what it means to kind of work with these as loops. Um, and just as a kind of, I don't know, um, as a couple of online free work uh, like workspaces uh, digital audio workstations um, that you can use and quite easily like chop things up copy and paste them in a line and then play and see how they kind of interact see what kind of rhythms come out of that see what the interplay is like between the different material um, but then there's also some kind of um, I've got some other kind of little signposts and downloads if you get really into it and you want to like do it on your laptop a bit more and I've got some more signposts as to how you can kind of where you might go to kind of download that. And 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 yeah, so this um, kind of sounds like Rebecca Lee, the home game. Yeah, kind of, kind of like take it home. 
Thank you for listening to the Furman Woods Contemporary Art Podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, make sure to positively rate, review, and subscribe on your podcatcher. It helps other people find the podcast, and it makes us feel good about ourselves. Rebecca Lee wishes to thank Jenny Cooper and Stuart Moore, our brilliant education coordinators at Furman Woods. Follow the link in our show notes for everything you need to make your own work from the sounds recorded during the workshops depicted here. Find more on Rebecca Lee and her Brad Bettle music at RebeccaLee.info. This episode of the Furman Woods podcast is supported by Arts Council England and a grant from Local Giving and Postcode Places Trust, a grant-giving charity funded by players of People's Postcode Lottery. Visit FurmanWoods.org for more on our program and to sign up for our monthly email newsletter. Follow us at Furman Woods on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll return in 2022 with a new program and a new podcast series of sound art, conversations, and audio essays. Until then, thanks for listening. Hope to see you back here soon.